Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. 11 to 1 with Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kingscourt. Visit our showrooms or check out our new website, gilmores.ie, to see the amazing 222 range of Mercedes-Benz cars or our huge selection of used Mercedes-Benz vehicles. Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kingscourt, the best in motoring here for you. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. This is LMFM's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here with you. Good morning. You can get in touch with me. WhatsApp and text lines are open. 086-1800-658. Here's five. Moving. On LMFM's 11 to 1. It's Tuesday. Sinead Brazel here with you. Hope you're keeping well. You can get in touch. 086-1800-658. I know, I know. It's back in our lives. It's back in our lives. Just accept it at this stage. It is. You're going to hear this music a lot over the next couple of weeks. Oh, look it. It's one of those things. Love it, hate it. You're going to be compelled to watch it. Okay, I've accepted it because I was one of these people who was like, oh, not this Love Island rubbish. But then I got sucked into it. The year that Maura was doing it, you know, Maura Higgins, I got sucked into it then. And it's back. It's back in our lives. And um, the contestants have been revealed. And what I think is really great, um, because, you know, they are trying to change, you know, the lineup and everything else. They, you know, are trying to be more inclusive. And this year, Tasha Gorey, she's a 23-year-old dancer. She's set to be the first ever deaf contestant on uh, Love Island. So she's got a cochlear implant that's helping with her hearing loss. She doesn't need an interpreter or anything like that. Um, but she is, you know, going to be sort of the first person that's uh, 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 had, had first a deaf contestant in the Love Island villa. And she says... Um, that, uh, you know, last year she was um, modelling for ASOS and uh, there was a, this was part of a campaign that actually showed off the device and she said, you know, it went everywhere and it was really important. It went viral on Twitter and people kind of were getting in touch with her saying, you know, it's great to see, you know, somebody from the deaf community being kind of, I suppose, uh, you know, celebrated and put in the spotlight. So this even more so now as she's going to be in Love Island. So it is coming back. It's coming back next week, okay? And I'm just actually wondering, because I think this would be a really fun thing to do on the show over the next couple of weeks. I'm wondering, is there anybody who has never watched Love Island, would never dream of watching it, would just hate the whole idea of it among you, that would be willing to do a little sacrifice and watch Love Island for a week <laughs> and report into the show to let us know what they think of it? I would love to hear from somebody that absolutely hates Love Island. 
Okay, you have to hate it. You have to kind of, you know, hate the whole idea of it. That's what I'm thinking. Is there somebody out there that would be willing to kind of put that hatred aside and give us a little review of Love Island? We had kind of a little taster of this last year. I know there was a couple of men who were kind of sneering Love Island. I can't think of their names now today. I'm so sorry. But they did get in touch last year and we kind of challenged them to watch it for a night and it was quite funny, their reaction to it. So I would love if there was somebody out there that has no intention of watching it but would do it for me, essentially, <laughs> for a week. 86 658 You know, if you know somebody in your life who is like this that you'd love to nominate and call out on the radio and get them to do it, also get in touch on 86 658 We sort of want the kind of, you know, northeast uh, version of Love Island being reviewed on the show. So if that is you, 86 658 now, speaking of Love Island, because it is set in a very nice uh, villa in Mallorca, we are going to be talking about holidays, but specifically holiday disasters in our competition. I'm going to tell you all about that very, very shortly. Love me like you do on LMFM's 11 to 1. Oh, you're very quick this morning. You're on the ball. Uh, we are talking about our competition. Lots of people getting in touch already on 86 658 I have teamed up this week with Sunny Day Furniture and I want to give you a fantastic prize. You should check it out. It's on LMFM's Facebook page. The gorgeous Rattan Furniture worth a thousand euro. We're going to give that away at the end of the week. I'm going to tell you all the details of that just after these. The days are getting longer and sunnier, we hope. And to celebrate the season of being outdoors, I've teamed up with Sunny Day Furniture. They are on the Carrick Edmund uh, Industrial Estate in Kilcurry, 10 minutes from Newry and Dundalk. You can find out more details about them, sunnydayfurniture.com. They offer top quality rattan garden furniture, barbecues, egg chairs, parasols, heaters, hot tubs and much more. They've been in touch with us. They want to offer one of you a fantastic outdoor furniture set comprising of a three-seater sofa, armchair, coffee table and footstool it's all worth around a thousand euro as well as that uh, each finalist every day will win a gorgeous garden parasol worth over 150 euro which is lovely so all week we are asking you to share your holiday disasters because look sometimes holidays just don't go as planned so perhaps you're one of those people stuck in the queue in Dublin airport over the last few days maybe your holidays on hold maybe your kids got sick on holiday maybe you ended up getting separated uh, from your group when you got lost whatever it is I want to hear your holiday nightmare stories they're coming in already on 86 658 somebody says Holiday disaster was in 2013 going to Cyprus from Dublin Airport. Four children, nine, six, three and a five month old. We were delayed for 19 hours stuck in Dublin Airport. All they gave us was McDonald's vouchers. We were only going for a week so we missed two and a half days of the holiday. Nightmare situation. This is what I'm talking about. It could be just an outright frustrating, really annoying situation or it could be something kind of funny. Yesterday we had Joanne McCluskey uh, or Joanne Kluski, I should say, from Drogheda. And there was bushfires where she was staying in Spain and she ended up having to leave. Well, actually, <laughs> she decided to abandon all her family, pack her own bag. <laughs> she left them there and uh, they ended up sleeping in the school gym in Spain. This is the kind of thing we're talking about. 86 658 
There's Niall Horan and Anne-Marie with Everywhere on LMFM's 11 to 1. Bernie has been on <laughs> Bernie Farley in Patrick Street. Oh, you are talking earlier on about Love Island. I'm looking for people that would never in a million years dream of watching Love Island. I want just as a little experiment to see if you would watch Love Island for a couple of nights and kind of give your feedback to us. So she says... <laughs> I hate Love Island. Wouldn't watch it for all the money in the world. No wonder the 12-year-olds have sex on the brain with the likes of these programmes. An awful lot of people that I know wouldn't watch it either. Uh, RTE must have plenty of money. So Sinead, as I said, I hate it with such a passion that even if you were in it, I still wouldn't watch it. Oh, Bernie now. Could you imagine me now? Love, Love Island. Here she comes, you know, rocking in. First of all, about 10 sizes bigger than the rest of the people there. Casper, the friendly ghost as well. I wouldn't have a hint of tan at all. That'd be great crack altogether. Plus, they probably wouldn't have a clue what I was saying. You know what I mean? Uh, so no, no to Love Island. But uh, do come on. get. I think Bernie would be great. I think this is the ideal candidate now that we're looking for to give her review of Love Island. If you're up for it, Bernie, let us know. 86 658 now, this was mad. Found this, uh, it's all over the place at the moment, this story. And I think it was on the news last night. But a man disguised as an older woman in a wheelchair has thrown cake at the Mona Lisa in a moment described as draw dropping from by witnesses. I mean, this is just the most bizarre story from around the world at the moment. So Leonardo da Vinci's famous painting, uh, this was the victim the victim of this senseless attack at the Louvre in Paris. So I don't know why one would decide, yeah, I don't, why would one decide to, you know, damage some art? I can't wrap my head around that part of it. But uh, a big smear of white cream. Now, luckily, many people will know this, that the Mona Lisa is protected. Um, But apparently the perpetrator was wearing a wig and lipstick and the reason that this person did it uh, was to do with climate change. He said, as he was led away by security, think of the earth, um, as 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 he was led from the scene, I don't know how that's going to make us think about the earth. All we're thinking of is the lunatic smearing cake all over the the Mona Lisa. This wasn't the first attack uh, ever in the Mona Lisa's history, because apparently in 1956, the lower part of the masterpiece was severely damaged when a vandal doused the painting with acid while it was on display at a museum is elsewhere in France. Uh, also, that same year, a young Bolivian uh, threw a rock at the painting. This resulted in the loss of a speck of pigment near the left elbow that was later painted over. After that, in the 70s, um, a disabled woman who was upset by the museum's policy for the disabled sprayed red, red paint at the painting while it was on display at the Tokyo National Museum as well. And also, in 2009, a Russian woman distraught over being denied uh, French citizenship threw a terracotta mug or teacup purchased at the uh, museum at the painting. So the vessel charted against the glass enclosure. So... The glass is over the Mona Lisa because of this, uh, you know, she's been shielded. It's bulletproof glass as well. So she's been shielded from these recent attacks. But it's just like, what, what kind of, why the Mona Lisa, I suppose? Maybe is it because it's the most famous painting? I just don't understand why people would attack art. But there you go. But I got uh, investigating into this and... um, there's been a number of different really priceless famous works that have sort of been da- uh, vandalised on, on different occasions including Rem- Rembrandt's Night Watch. Uh, an unemployed Navy cook tried to cut it with a knife that was back in 1911 but he couldn't uh, cut through the thick varnish apparently. Then in 1975 an unemployed school teacher cut he did succeed dozens of zigzag lines into the painting before being wrestled away by guards as well. Uh, traces of those cuts still remain but imagine the work 
the rest- restoration work that would go into something like that. You know, someone hacking into the painting like that. Apparently it took six months to restore that particular painting. But uh, and that wasn't the only one. Uh, apparently as well uh, there was another uh, painting uh, this was in 1914 and uh, a militant suffragette Mary Richardson walked into the National Gallery of London and uh, attacked uh, Rock by Venus with the meat cleaver Uh, this action apparently was uh, provoked by the arrest of her fellow suffragette at the time Um, uh, Emile Lean I think was her name Uh, so she slashed through the paintings and uh, she was uh, (laughs) her excuse as well was you know that uh, men were leering at the painting all day long and she was she was sick of it so she decided to destroy it mad stuff mad things that people do uh, to attack art I don't know and make a message but there you go Mona Lisa the poor old Mona Lisa attacked again but this time by cake Tell me. there's the pretenders brass in pocket on LMFM's 11 to 1 Last week on the show, we met Hannes Louette Pfizer. He has taken on a challenge to windfoil around the coast of Ireland. He is doing phenomenally well already since, uh, since he's only left on Friday. He's got a great distance put in already. We're going to chat to him and get an update just after these. 11 to 1. Last week on the show, we met Hannes Louette Pfizer. He's taken on some challenge to windfoil around the coast of Ireland to raise much needed funds for the URNLI. He left Carlingford on Friday morning, but he has made astonishing progress so far. The last time I checked now was about a day or so ago, maybe over the weekend, maybe the last time I checked, but he'd reached the Waterford coast. Uh, his windsurfing buddy, Ray Breen, who's often great, uh, offering great support during the challenge, is on the line with me now for an update. Ray, how are you getting on? Pretty good, Sinead. Thank you. Yeah, we're doing really well. He's doing really well. All expectations, yeah. Yes, he really is. Tell me now, because I was thinking he was near Waterford, but he's completely gone by there, isn't he? Well, he's, he left Waterford this morning um, from Ardmore, and now he's making his way towards uh, Knockadoon, uh, which is just past Yall. Amazing. And, um, if, if the wind is good, he'll, he'll continue on, you know. That is astonishing. Like, this man had given himself four weeks for this challenge. Uh, I mean, he's going to have it done in less than that. Well, you know, it's all it's all weather dependent. So, I mean, you know, today mightn't be as good as we expected. Maybe tomorrow mightn't be as good, but then the next day it could pick up again. And, you know, it's just, we have to play it every day uh, at the time, you know. Absolutely. So tell us then, how do you know, Hannes, it's through the windsurfing that you met? Yeah, I mean, when I started windsurfing, I met a few of the lads, Glenn and Frank, and then I hooked up with Kean and Hannes, and we've been friends, you know, it seems like a lifetime now, but we've been friends a long, long time, and it's all through windsurfing. Now, would you take on any mad challenge like this, Ray, or would you? are you happy to stay <laughs> and support from the shore? Uh, no, I think um, this is something that Hannes is uh, very much... Um, equipped to do so I don't think I'd be able to do it but I'm, I'm happy to just drive the camper van and uh, you know support them as we go along So this morning when I was t- uh, contacting Keane at around 9 o'clock Keane is uh, Hannes's brother uh, he was saying oh look I'd say he probably will take a call from you at half 11 but things changed very quickly he's back on yeah, the water That's right yeah 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 I was, we were just having breakfast we were talking about it and then you know, things just changed and uh, it looked good and he decided to go for it because he doesn't mind if he only makes, you know, 10 kilometres a day. It's 
it's he's eating away at it all the time. So you know, every little bit that he does is is good. It's all. It's all good. Yeah, it's yeah. all helping towards it, as yeah, you say. Absolutely. Now, just to remind us, what's the difference between the windfoil and the windsurf? Well, windsurfing um, is where the board kind of stays on the water and just planes across the top of the water, but you're in contact with the water all the time. But with the windfoil, he has a, ma- um, a much bigger skeg on the, or fin on the back of the board with uh, wings. And they actually push the board out of the water so he flies across the top of the water like a hydrofoil. Ah, oh, very, very good. So that's why that's what you need, that good, strong wind to get him uh, propelled along uh, 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 to help him with this. So, you know, it's like, as you say, you know, 10 kilometres. OK, it might not seem like much <laughs> to you or Hannes, but uh, I'd imagine it's fairly tough staying on, on, on the board for that length of time, even the 10 kilometres. Yeah, well, yesterday was a tough day for him. He he done about eighty kilometres yesterday, wow. but he was on the water for almost eight hours. Oh my God! Okay, yeah. and is he like standing upright the whole time with this, or can standing, he rest? Or uh, well, he can take a rest, but he's standing up all the time. If there's a light wind at all, it it makes it much easier for him because he can the sail becomes a little bit more weightless. But when there's very little wind, the the sail is heavy and. You know, he's just plodding along. Sometimes the tide just carries him along. And is there many muscle aches, pains, that kind of thing? Are, are you there on hand to help with all of that as well, Ray? Well, I'm not going to give him any <laughs> massages if that's what you're asking. But <laughs> no, he's good. He's, he's, he's a fit lad and he's he's put up a lot of miles on the board, you know, before this challenge. So he's well up to it. And uh, yeah, he's he's sleeping well at night, I'll tell you that. Oh, I'd say he is. I'd say, yeah. like, you know, never mind what he's doing. That fresh sea air would knock you out as well, Ray. It really would. Uh, absolutely. Uh, I'm only driving the van and I'm knackered. <laughs> You're wrecked as well. <laughs> so there's, it's been very good progress in terms of the distance. Also, what's really heartwarming to see is the donations are going really well on the Just Giving page. I think you're over the 4,000 at this stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, we're on we're on target to raise what we what he aimed for, you know. So it's good, good. We, uh, people are very generous and it's a good cause, but, you know. Absolutely, all going to the to the RNLI. That 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 yeah. really is it. Now we were we were having a bit of fun with Hannes there on Thursday because really the, this challenge all came about because his father goaded him into it. Do you know what I mean? You know yeah. this kind of rivalry that goes on yeah. between the two of them. How how because his dad is with you, isn't he? No, his dad uh, won't come. He'll be arriving down on Saturday. Okay, so we haven't heard from him. His dad will take over on Saturday. Okay, very good, because I was wondering what his opinion would be now of how far he's done, you know, in terms of the progress. I wonder, is he surprised at this stage at how far along he's gotten? Oh, I'd say he's uh, he's well impressed. Well impressed. <laughs> he's well impressed, absolutely. Yeah. Well, listen, you're making excellent progress. Uh, keep her lit. Uh, tell him that we're, we're all behind him and tell him to, that he's doing fantastic and we'll keep yeah. encouraging the donations and everything here. Uh, but thank you so much, Ray for joining us. Okay, Sinead, thanks for having us on. Thanks a million. Ray Breen there, a friend of Hannes Lewett Foyser. He's flying it round the country at this stage with this Windfoil Challenge. If you'd like to give him a little bit of support, a little bit of help, justgiving.com, that's the website. And if you search in there, Windfoil Round Ireland, it'll come up. Or even if you just put into Google, Windfoil Round Ireland, it'll come up. And you can track him there as well. Um, we've actually been sharing 
his progress on my own Instagram at Sinead Brazel LMFM you'll see it there in my stories as well if you want to see how he's getting on fantastic achievement already and him only after leaving Carlingford on Friday morning so it's it's fantastic to see so any little bit helps at all all going to the URNLI such a wonderful organisation justgiving.com forward slash windfoil round Ireland there's George Harrison, got my mind set on you on LMFM's 11 to 1. Now, I'm going to take a quick break, but after that, we're going back to the year 2014 and I'm getting to lots of your holiday disaster stories coming in on 086 1800 658. 11 to 1. With- if you're thinking of retirement. Now it's time to go back in time to the year of this. Yes, I apologise. It's probably going to be in your head for the day. Gangnam Style popping up in the Northeast Update. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 7 Yes, on this day, 2014, size Gangnam Style becomes the first video to reach 2 billion views on YouTube and my son has probably added to that since he absolutely loves it. It's on non-stop. And today is no tobacco day. Smoking has long been a habit of so many of us and we'd love to kick it, but it's something that has proven to be difficult. The good news is that in recent times, there's more of a focus on people quitting smoking and society's trying to go smoke free. So no tobacco day was set up with the goal of raising awareness of the dangers of the habits and the thousands of lives it costs each year. And there's also tips that you can find on how to reduce your smoking and give up for good. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drogheda and Dundalk showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie. Ronan Keating, loving each day on LMFM's 11 to 1. Now we are getting back to your holiday stories. We have teamed up with Sunny Day Furniture and we want to give you that gorgeous Rattan furniture worth a thousand euro at the end of the week. And we're asking you your holiday disaster stories. 86 658 Here's Breege with her holiday disaster story. Coming home from Termolinos after celebrating my sister's 50th birthday. Didn't want to come home. Was a brilliant holiday. Then bang, some man behind me robbed my passport and boarding pass all the security was around me thinking I was a drug dealer. The basket was seen on CCTV going into the men's toilet. Police and security found my passport and boarding pass and the cistern in the, in, in the toilet. I eventually got home. She says, it happened when I put my phone, passport and boarding pass in the tray at security. I was beeping so they had to check me out. He pushed uh, my tray uh, and went and got all the details and off he went. Nightmare. Nightmare scenario breach. My God. I can understand, you know, the, the, oh my God, the terror of something like that happening and having to explain what happened to Spanish police and whatever else. Oh my God. Keep your holiday disaster stories coming in. 086 1800 658. We'll get back to more of them after 12 news. 11 to 1. Take that, rule the world. Kicking off our second hour, you are listening to 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here. You can get in touch on 086 1800 658. Getting back to our competition this week. 
Yes, the days are getting longer and sunnier, we hope. And to celebrate the season of being outdoors, I've teamed up with Sunny Day Furniture. They are located at Carrick Edmund Industrial Estate Kilcurry. That's 10 minutes from Newry and Dundalk. You can find out more details at sunnydayfurniture.com. These guys offer top quality rattan garden furniture, barbecues, egg chairs, parasols, heaters, hot tubs and much more. And they want to offer you the chance to win a fantastic outdoor furniture set comprising of a three-seater sofa, armchair, coffee table and footstool. It's all worth around €1,000. As well as that, each daily finalist will win a gorgeous garden parasol worth over €150. So... We're asking you to tell us about our, your holiday disaster stories. Olive has been in touch. Hi, Sinead. While on a girls' holiday a number of years ago in Boston, we were at the tube station. The train arrived. Uh, we was like all packed in like sardines and a tin. All of my friends and me got on, but just as the door closed, I jumped off. It was much too squishy for me. I was left alone on the platform, hadn't a clue where I was going. No phone, no way of contacting them. I eventually joined them after a while. I was popular. Olive... Oh my God, I really would have panicked now with no phone, no nothing. I'd be thinking, oh my God, where have they gone? To just wait for the next train and, and jump on and hope for the best. Oh my goodness. Um, what about this message? Uh, 2020, fully vaccinated, headed to curfew with friends, followed all the criteria, then disaster struck. Day three, we got a call. We were close contact from the night before. Sent off to quarantine for the remainder of the holidays. Place was like a concentration camp, says this message. Oh my God. What about this one? This is coming in from Anne. Uh, Sinead, my holiday disaster was went to Bella Medina a few years ago. My, my daughter and her two kids, they went to some outdoor thing, but I decided to stay. Brought my sun cream magazine, got the fags out. Uh, forgot to put the sun cream on my legs, but ended up in hospital sunstroke. That's not all. Returned to Dublin Airport four days later, got knocked over. Uh, a car knocked her over. Ended up in Bowmount Hospital. Was okay, bit shocked and sore. Two hospitals in four days. Hey, Suzanne, now, if that is a nightmare holiday story, absolutely. Keep them coming in 086 1800 658. Now, time to check in with the world of celebrity. The Buzz on LMFM. With thanks to the LMFM app. Download for free now and take us with you everywhere you go. Hi, I'm Louise. Maisie Peter says it's been insane being on the road with Ed Sheeran. She's been opening every single night for Ed as part of his mathematics tour. She told us it's been a great experience, but a bit mad. Yeah, crazy. I mean, Ed's like the nicest, sweetest man. Um, and him and his crew are so welcoming and wonderful. And then the tour itself is just like an insane experience. You know, not many people can say they played as many stadiums um, as we have or we will by the end of uh, summer. So yeah, it's been pretty insane. A 26-year-old Dubliner is making his way to the villa. Microbiologist Damie Hope has been revealed as the first male contestant in the new series of Love Island, while ex-footballer Michael Owen's daughter, 19-year-old Gemma, has also been revealed as a contestant on the show. It kicks off next Monday. Imagine Harry Styles rocked up to your front door and asked if he could use your home as the set for his music video. Well, that's exactly what happened, and it was all set up by James Corden. The girls who lived in the apartment were huge fans, and they even got to be in the video. Girls, coming in, coming in, coming in. Okay. One, two, three, go. Everyone laughing. And Harry, nothing, nothing at all. Okay, now, Hadley, four, go. Four, four, that's it, that's it, that's it. Talking. Should we just scrap it? Is it too late to just do a carpool karaoke? <laughs> That's the buzz. I'm Louise. <laughs> 
The Buzz on LMFM. With thanks to the LMFM app. Download for free now and take us with you everywhere you go. Uh, fair play to Harry Styles. He seems like a bit of crack. Imagine him rocking up at the door and you, a big fan of his. Oh my God, you'd lose your life. Absolutely brilliant. Now getting back to the music, here's Goo Goo Dolls. Your home of great music. Oh, that was a song I wore out. Love it. And I'd get to this part and you go, right, again. <laughs> I was mad about your man as well. Go, don't ask me his name from Google Dolls, but I was mad about him with his floppy hair. Oh, loved him. Nice to remember these crushes. You know what I mean? Uh, there they are, Goo Goo Dolls, Iris on LMFM's 11 to 1. Now, a challenge of a very different kind. We had one man windfoiling around Ireland. Well, this is a cycle challenge and it is the ONE. Uh, they, they are the Organisation of National Ex-Service Personnel. They were launching their virtual cycle challenge in memory of the 26 fallen comrades who died in the Congo. Pado Shocknessy went along to the Dundalk branch to find out more details about all of this. We'll bring you his report after these. 11 to 1. Community. And along to the military barracks in Dundalk as the ONE, that's the Organisation of National Ex-Service Personnel, they were launching their virtual cycle challenge. This is in memory of the 26 fallen comrades who died in the Congo. Pat caught up with the chairman of the Dundalk branch of the ONE, Jim McEnany, who told him what the challenge is all about. Well, the Irish Army served in the Congo from 1960 to 1964. And during that period, we lost 26 of our comrades. Um, So what we're doing here today is we are launching a challenge in remembrance of those 26 and all those that served in the Congo during that period. Uh, What we're doing, the launch here today, as you see, uh, is... You've all your ex-personnel here, you've yeah, current right. military here. We and have. I see some of the uh, armoury that that would have been used during the Congo on display here. And it's fascinating to see, uh, you know, what you actually did when you went out there all those years ago. Yeah, well, thankfully I didn't go out there all them years ago. But, uh, <laughs> but the people that did, like I said, there were 6,000 uh, army personnel passed through the Congo in uh, between 1960 and 64. And uh, the equipment, as you see there, they would have used them equipment, so it's our Bren guns, trio trees, and uh, all the other equipment that you do see on, on, on display at the moment. Um, the challenge we're doing is to run or cycle or swim 30,000 kilometres. The 30,000 kilometres is made up of 24,000 kilometres from Dublin to the Congo return, and 6,000 to represent each man that went there in that period. Uh, Now, the challenge will start on the 1st of July to Tuesday the 26th of July. That's 26 days. Each day will be named after one of the fallen in the Congo. Um, And... and it's, and it's extraordinary. I'm just going to cut across there. It is amazing, though. I mean, my my era and my age group would know about the Congo, but the you know the kids of today probably would know about the Congo. And given that this cycle is fundraising for the ONE, uh, you're also bringing back that history, aren't you? You're bringing that to the public oh, again. Definitely, yes. The same as uh, like last year and the last couple of years, you had the Jadaville film that came out. That's correct. Uh, and that celebrated one episode in the Congo which was uh, the siege of Jadaville. And the, the film really brought it forward to everybody to what happened at that time. And I suppose, uh, lucky enough, 
considering what they went through in that siege, not one Irish soldier was killed in that siege. But you still had the 26 that died in other battles. And this is a lovely way to commemorate those 26 that did die in other battles out there. Because we, when, when I grew up, you know, you, you were fearful of the Congo and you were fearful of the stories that, that, that you heard. And here you are now remembering those fallen comrades. And it's a lovely way. One of the things I love that you're doing here in the one to 26 days that you're doing, each day is a day that's nominated to one of those fallen, fallen colleagues and comrades of yours. That's correct, Pat, yeah. Each day will be named after one of the, of the fallen. Uh, they take us through from the 1st of July to the 26th of July. And, and tell me then a little bit about uh, the organisation of National Ex-Service Personnel. The money that you raise, you know, what exactly do you do and how do you help out uh, former colleagues? Well, first of all, we have four homes in the country. One in Dublin, which is the main one, has 38 rooms. One in Athlone, which has seven rooms. One in Letterkenny has seven rooms. And one in Cove and Cork, which was opened last year and another one opening, hopefully in Cork, this year. So they provide accommodation for ex-service personnel who have fallen on hard times for one reason or another. We don't look at the reason. The point is they need help and we give it to them. So any money raised will go to provide the accommodation for them or any other assistance that might be needed. So your comrades and colleagues when you served, your comrades and colleagues in battle, and now... You know, when you're retired and coming to the other end of, of the life cycle, your comrades and colleagues again supporting one another, really. Oh, that's exactly it, yeah. If we can't support them in, in, in age or in, when they need help, then we were wasting our time. But uh, we do. That's what, exactly what we do. And all of these funds then go to, to supporting. Do you, do you receive any other sort of funding or is it all a voluntary basis or how does that work? Well, no, a lot of funding does come from the voluntary basis or from events like this. Now, we do receive money, obviously, uh, now not to branch here, but the ONE in general, from the Department of Defence and from other outlays. Like there is, uh, from even the um, HSE, we, they supply or pay for social, um, our, our welfare officer. In, who is in uh, headquarters in Dublin and the part support another health, health uh, welfare officer. So it's, it's not bad in that respect. No, and, and of course, you know, these, these, these funds are vital in, in helping to provide those services. One of the things, any time I do this, and I've been doing it for a couple of years now, uh, with the help of one of your liaison officers, Neil O'Malley, um, I, I love the way that you take such pride in your uniform, in your appearance, that seems to be something that never leaves the military personnel. No, it certainly doesn't. No, as I say, once a soldier, always a soldier. The uniform, yeah, we do take pride in our uniform and we do try to turn out well, especially for parades uh, or, or events. And, and, and then that leads into why you do what you do with, with your organisation for these houses and rooms and, and facilities and, uh, and backup and help that you give to f- former colleagues, as you said, that struggle. It certainly does, yeah. Like it takes, uh, at the, at, in the present time, it takes uh, one million euro a year to run our organisation. One million euro one a year. Million. My to run all the homes, give help where it's needed. And uh, of course, we, we don't have a vast amount of employees within the organisation. There is only a few actually paid. The rest are all voluntary. Even the board of directors are voluntary. Well, look, we wish you well. Uh, it's This is the launch of it. 
so if you want to register, you can register at onechallenge.eu, and we'll put that up there for you. Um, and of course, it happens on the 1st of July to Tuesday, the 26th of July, 26 marvellous days, virtual cycling, and all sorts happening there. You heard swimming and running. Go to the website, you'll see what's happening. If you want to register, do so. Register from today. And you can register from today. Jim McEnany, Chairman, thank you very, very much indeed for no, talking to me, taking the time thank out. Thank you very much. Thanks a million there to Pat O'Shaughnessy and Jim McEnany. The challenge, it starts the 1st of July, runs till the 26th. As Pat said there, onechallenge.eu. That's where you'll get all of the information on how to register. Going to take a quick break. We're back with music from Divine Comedy. 11 to 1. Divine Comedy, everybody knows, on LMFM's 11 to 1. Now, one of Netflix's biggest ever success series is in a bit of a bother. It's The Crown. And I know there's lots of you that really love The Crown. I'm a big fan myself. But fans across the world uh, were eagerly awaiting season five of the show. It's due to land on the streaming platform in November. However... They're in a spot of bother because filming uh, the show which chronicles the life and reign of Queen Elizabeth and the British royal family from the 50s onwards has had some setbacks. And this is according to a royal biographer. Apparently, it's the royal family themselves who are kind of putting a spanner in the works. So Tina Brown, she has written two books on the royal family. Uh, She's claimed that the royals are not very uh, happy about this season moving forward and that they've made several attempts to block filming for the upcoming fifth season wherever and whenever possible. Uh, She says uh, they will stop them at uh, different locations. So, for instance, Eton College refused to let them film there, which, of course, people will remember... um, Prince William and and Kate, of course, were students there. So um, I don't know if it's him kind of stepping in maybe and saying, letting his feelings know about that. So they've not been allowed to film at Eton College. Um, The fifth and penultimate season is currently being filmed in locations across the UK. uh, And apparently it's going to dramatise, you know, many kind of famous events, uh, including Prince Charles and Diana's divorce. And of course, Prince Diana's tragic death in 1997 as well. So, you know, this might be part of the reason they don't want any of this kind of being filmed. Um, But the last season... We'll see. I love this actress, uh, the amazing Imelda Staunton. She's going to replace Olivia Coleman as Queen Elizabeth and uh, actor Jonathan Price will take over the role of Prince Philip as well. So two fantastic leads there. And uh, yeah, there's going to be there's going to be, you know, explosive storyline, I'd say. But I ho- hopefully, I'm sure they'll work around it and maybe they'll do kind of, you know, areas that sort of look like it could be Eton College or whatever. Uh, they, they'll work around all these things and filming will resume. But let's hope that they're on schedule for November because, you know, when those, I know we don't even think about it now, you know, as we head towards June. But when the nights are darker and we've nothing to watch, something like The Crown, it's what we'll be just waiting for. It really will. So there you go. Watch this space. But uh, apparently filming will go on. I'm sure it will. Now, um, let's get to the job search for today. LMFM Job Search. With thanks to LMFM Online. Check out the latest Northeast news, sport and entertainment on lmfm.ie. RD Coach Trim Limited requires experienced HGV mechanics and graphic designer to join their team. Please send your CV to Patricia. She's hr at rdcoachtrim.com. Downey Furniture Design requires a carpenter slash cabinet maker with two years experience. Please email downeyfurnituredesign at gmail.com. Sky Handling Partner Dublin Airport is recruiting full-time baggage handling agents. For details and, and to apply, uh, you can email jobs at shp.ie. Don't forget all of the details of those jobs can be found on our local job section on lmfm.ie. 
LMFM Job Search. Anyone for you on LMFM's 11 to 1? We are going to pick another finalist for our Sunny Day Furniture Competition just after these. 11 to 1. Oh, we're dreaming of sunny days. We really are. We've teamed up with Sunny Day Furniture. They're located at the Carrick Edmund Industrial Estate, Kilcurry, 10 minutes from Newry and Dundalk. You can find details all about them, sunnydayfurniture.com. We want to give you this gorgeous Rattan Garden furniture. It's a three-seater sofa, armchair, coffee table and footstool. It's all worth around €1,000. As well as that, each finalist will win a gorgeous garden parasol worth over €150. You're getting a touch on 086-1800-658 Christine Donoghue from Termin Feckin says got stuck in Spain the last big snow uh, storm here in Ireland great you would think but hubby got sick with gallstones ended up going to hospital in Benidorm first time I forgot to bring insurance he had to wait until I could contact VHI Mothership in England the only good outcome was there was satellite TV in the room oh Christine nightmare situation absolute nightmare uh, Audrey Quinn says when we were all very young we went with mum and dad for a fishing holiday to Mayo. Exciting stuff for no one except dad, lol, she says. The caravan belonged to the fisherman and was uh, with a few others alongside the lake. Mam was cooking the spuds, left them outside in the pot to cool down, smothered in butter. The cows broke through the fencing and started to eat our spuds. No spuds for the dinner. Childhood drama, says Audrey Quinn. We have been trying to get Laura Butterly from Philipstown on the line and I tell you, we... we we reached her there but then her little fella needed his bottle so we couldn't have her on the air but she is our finalist today her story is brilliant she says she went on a camping holiday few different family members all went with them about 20 of them all together uh, they headed up later than some arrived in Wicklow lashing out of the heavens decided to wait to put the tent up that I got a land of she says eventually put it up in the rain to discover we'd no outer rain cover had to drive to a late night Tesco all they had was a two man tent two adults two kids I all had to share this tent day two I locked the keys of the car in the boot tent was too small to hold anything and it was still raining so we kept everything in the car had to get the AA out that day day three it continues I remembered I didn't pay the M50 toll on the way to Wicklow couldn't wait to get home and she sends me an image of the picture of the tent oh my god absolutely tiny and Terrific. Laura Butterly in Phillipstown. She is our finalist for today for that story. Don't worry, there's another chance for you to get in touch with us for tomorrow to win the garden furniture on Friday. We're doing this all week. That is our lot on the show for today. Thank you so much for your company as always. I leave you with Kim Carnes. Have a great day. Chat to you tomorrow. 11 to 1. 11. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.